0: This is the CQ on Congress coronavirus special report. We are bringing you daily updates on the policy news you need to know using the reporting prowess of CQ Roll Call. I'm Sean Zeller. Today is Friday, March 27th, an historic day in the nation's capital. I request 30 more seconds and because I rise before you adorning the these intacts. The
1: gentleman from Maryland, Maryland is for, recognized. Not for
2: personal tension. Not for I, personal attention, but to I, encourage I, you I, to take the the this. To speech, speech. The gentlelady the I'm going to give you more time. Right to the the
1: gentlelady will suspend. The gentleman from Maryland is recognized. For everyone affected by this
0: virus, we will be your voice. We hear you and we are
1: working for you. The sooner you come, the shorter my remarks will be. (laughs) The motion is adopted.
0: What passed was a rescue package for desperate American workers and businesses. $2.2 trillion will begin flowing within the next few weeks. The bill passed by voice vote despite the objections of one lawmaker, Kentucky Republican Thomas Massey. — Mr. Speaker, I came here to make sure our republic doesn't die by unanimous consent in an empty chamber, and I request a recorded vote. — A recorded vote is refused. — I object on the basis that a quorum is not present and make a point of order that a quorum is not present. — The chair will count
1: for a quorum. Counted for a quorum, a quorum is present. —
0: President Trump blasted the lawmaker earlier today Saying he should leave the GOP, and at four thirty one the president signed the aid package. I've never signed anything with a T on it.
2: But <laughs> I wanted that to be a nice signature. Was...
0: The magnitude of the pandemic's impact sinks in further every day. America now holds the dubious distinction of having the most infections in the world, topping 90,000. New York, the U.S. epicenter, has more than half of those cases, and about a third of the nearly 1,500 Americans who've died were New Yorkers. More than 200 cities say they face shortages of masks, ventilators, and emergency equipment. Healthcare workers are going to war every day without weapons. Tonight, we begin with CQ Roll Call's Catherine Tully McManus, who is at the Capitol today, and begin with her bird's-eye view of the debate around the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act.
1: I'm Catherine Tully McManus, a reporter for CQ Roll Call, reporting from the Capitol. The House cleared by voice vote the largest fiscal relief measure in the history of the country on Friday. The $2.3 trillion bill includes aid for businesses, hospitals, families, and sparked a significant amount of drama on the House floor before eventually passing. The bill is the third package that Congress has passed to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic since congressional briefings months ago. The earlier measures cost about $2.5 trillion. Some of the drama that happened on Friday included freshman representative Haley Stevens being rebuked by the presiding officer and Majority Leader Hoyer for extending over her time and shouting, shouting loudly about protections for healthcare workers who are treating COVID-19 patients. Also, more than 240 members raced back to Washington on really short notice on Thursday night after Congressman Thomas Massey threatened to not allow the bill to pass by unanimous consent or a voice vote, which was what leadership was hoping for on both sides of the aisle. In the chamber on Friday, there was a rare sight. Republican leader Kevin McCarthy and Speaker Nancy Pelosi teamed up to try to convince Massey to not force a recorded vote where all members would be tallied for or against the bill. The three lawmakers huddled in the chamber off to the side for a long time, and reporters were leaning over the edge of the press gallery to keep an eye on this fascinating conversation that matched up Pelosi and McCarthy together. By the end of the conversation, Massey had tweeted out that he would still request a recorded vote, which would force many more members to be present. The house galleries, which have been closed to the public for weeks because of the coronavirus were opened up midway through the house session on Friday and lawmakers moved from the house floor up to the balconies in order to spread out and exercise social distancing as more and more of them entered the chamber. So that's the first time I had ever seen that happen. Um, I've seen lawmakers up there on a one-off, maybe with a visitor, uh, but I've never seen it used basically as an overflow space for members. So they don't have to sit next to each other. Lawmakers use their elbows and rear ends to push open the swinging doors to enter an exit of the chamber. And Congressman Louie Gohmert, Republican from Texas brought his own aerosol spray can of Lysol, the disinfectant spray. And he spritzed that at a colleague when they leaned in too close. And then later He sprayed down an entire podium before he spoke at the mic. Enough lawmakers were able to scramble to Washington to override Massey's request for a recorded vote and to send the bill to the president's desk by voice vote. After the House wrapped up for the day, it was unclear when they would return. Majority Leader Steny Hoyer told reporters, I don't know the answer to the question of when we're going to come back. President Trump signed the bill into law earlier today. Mary Ellen McIntyre has more on
2: health policy. Hi, this is Mary Ellen McIntyre, healthcare reporter for CQ Roll Call. Hospitals and healthcare providers continue to struggle with the onslaught of COVID-19 cases. State officials have stressed this week that they need more supplies, especially ventilators. President Donald Trump this afternoon responded by directing General Motors Company to manufacture ventilators under the Defense Production Act. It was the first federal directive to a company to produce healthcare materials under the Act to respond to the pandemic. President Trump had invoked it several days ago. The directive comes after Trump took to Twitter earlier today to urge both GM and Ford to produce the materials. This is all somewhat of a reversal from Thursday night when Trump questioned in an interview with Sean Hannity on Fox News why New York would need 30 or 40,000 ventilators, as Governor Andrew Cuomo has called for. With President Trump's signature of the latest measure to respond to the pandemic, hospitals are poised to receive billions of dollars provided by Congress to help in their response to the pandemic. It will also provide $16 billion to the national stockpile for medical equipment, which could help the federal government acquire additional materials. Before signing the bill at the White House on Friday afternoon, Trump said he would make an additional announcement Friday evening about deals to make additional masks, ventilators, and other equipment. So stay tuned to CQ Roll Call for more on that. Now, Sean, back to you.
0: That's all from CQ on Congress coronavirus special report. From all of us at CQ Roll Call, I'm Sean Zeller. Thank you for listening.